Hello, friends, and welcome to The Creative Pulse, a podcast about people and their creative passions. I'm your host, Angela DeBerger, and there's nothing I love more than getting caught up in a great story, a fantastic song, an incredible photograph or expressive painting, a funny TV show, an action-packed movie, or a touching piece of theater. If it has to do with the creative arts, I'm all in. And that's why I'm excited that on each episode of the Creative Pulse podcast, you'll hear from inspiring creators about how they express themselves by imagining, experimenting, and creating. And bonus, you're going to get lots of ideas about how you can explore your creativity too. I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest, who is an incredibly creative painter. Her works of art are exquisite. They're filled with flowers, animals, landscapes, and stylized calligraphy. The really amazing thing about her paintings is that they are miniature in size. Imagine a painting on a canvas the size of a postage stamp and a tiny paint palette that fits on her thumb. That's this artist's specialty, painting miniature masterpieces. Joining us from the Philippines, I'm so pleased to welcome Nina Hidalgo to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi, Angela. <laughs> Good morning, Nina. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very, very excited to have you here. Me too. I really want to thank you for this opportunity. It's my first time to be invited in a podcast. And although we're not being seen, I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy. Thank you. Yeah, that would, that's the only thing that would make this better is if we were across a table from each other. But uh, <laughs> right now we have, we're living in the time of COVID-19, so travel isn't possible. Otherwise, I would absolutely come to the Philippines to say hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I really have to say is that I love your paintings. I mean, I came across your Instagram account a while ago. Uh, I'm not really even mm -hmm. sure how, but I, I did. And I'm so thankful that I did. And now I really look forward to seeing your posts. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. So you paint using watercolors on a very small sized canvas. <laughs> and in, those include the tiniest handcrafted journals that I have ever seen. What inspired you to paint in these unusual dimensions? Yeah, I I, or I have already thank you. But first of all, I really want to thank you again for having me in this podcast. I am um, very happy to be sharing all these things with the people listening and you, of course. So yeah, going back to your question, um, what inspired me to paint in miniature was the limited time I got because my daughter was just an infant back then. Um, two years ago and you know how much attention they require from you yes. as a mother so um, and it was timely as well that I found this local brand who makes tiny journals which made me remember my love for tiny things so way back when I was a kid I used to collect tiny random things like the I don't know what it's called but it's made of clay mm -hmm. um, like kitchen tools made of clay so i'm very i was very fond of it and then yeah when i grew up like an adult adult mm -hmm. <laughs> i remember like being in love with this tiny random thing so it made sense that i love watercolors and miniatures so i combined them and made tiny tiny artworks Oh, okay, cool. So it is a it's it's a local artist who makes the tiny journals and canvases that you use. 
Right, that's right. I came across her um, Instagram account, and that's all it started. Wow, all these connections through Instagram. Who who would have guessed? <laughs> so right, <laughs> I I see the the size of the journals and things on your posts, but just for mm-hmm. the sake of our listeners, like what size are they? Um, the one I started with was like one point five inches by one. So that's the first journal that I ordered from the local brand. Yeah. So very, very tiny. You have to be very precise with your painting, I would imagine. And so since you only have that small canvas to work with, do you plan your paintings ahead of time so that everything will fit on the page? Um, That is a very good question. But what I often, what I often do is paint a picture in my head hoping to not forget about it and then forget about it eventually. (laughs) (laughs) So what I do is go with wherever my mind takes me to. I sit on my desk, look outside, grab my painting materials and paint what I feel at the moment. But mostly what I paint are flowers. So I guess um, that shows that I am happy. (laughs) Yes. Flowers are, I feel like it always gives you a little a little perk up because they're right. colorful and they they're vibrant and I can mm-hmm. I can definitely understand that <laughs> and they're very detailed also so you have to be you know you have to make sure the perspectives are correct and that you're not creating uh, the blossom too big and you can't fit the leaf and things like that right that's right um it's really you know it's really hard not to draw because I'm used to just painting not doing outlines or any drawings so i just paint on it paint 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 so when i was starting it was very difficult because the brushes that i have are not really for miniature painting Mm. so when when i came across another you know brush company over the social media i tried one of their brushes so they sent me a set of miniature brushes and that changed my miniature painting. Okay. It literally, you know, it literally um, gave my hands, I don't know, superpowers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's about the imagination and the materials that you have as well, because if not for those brushes that they sent me, I would not be able to, you know, achieve maybe, but, you know, I won't be able to achieve what I have right now. So thank you, brushes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it definitely helps when you have all the right tools. Right. Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. I want to say. So, I mean, you do all a lot of beautiful floral depictions but your Thank calligraphy you. is also incredible. And you'd often decorate the letters with different flowers and, and leaves and things like that. And I had heard that you learned how to do the calligraphy in preparation for making your wedding invitations. Is that right? <laughs> right. Um, first, I am amazed by the information that you have. <laughs> That's definitely right. Yes. Um, me and my husband were looking for ways to cut off the wedding, the wedding budget. So we thought it'd be nicer if 
we just do the invitation ourselves. So I was tasked to do the design and he was in charge with the cutting part of the invitation. So I made a lot, a lot of research and um, new calligraphy was perfect match for our rustic theme. So I started with calligraphy and then... Yeah, I even remember using nail polish to color the invitations that we have because I didn't have watercolors <laughs> when we did the invitation. You're very resourceful. <laughs> Thank you. Well, yeah, I think that's amazing. I know you get a lot of different style wedding invitations and they're always just beautiful. But the thought of getting a unique piece of artwork that you made together, that is really special for your guests. Right. And we actually didn't have to say it because they knew that we both are, you know, are into arts. So, and it's it's our anniversary today. No. Oh, my happy anniversary. Wow. What great Thank timing. Thank you. Oh, so that's... being invited in your show is a, is a wonderful gift. I had no idea. And that makes me feel so <laughs> Well, here we are reliving your wedding and, and it's your anniversary. Well, happy anniversary to both of you. Thank you. <laughs> so you have a very distinctive style in your paintings. And when they pop up on my Instagram feed, I instantly know that it's one of your posts before I even see your name. <laughs> and I just wondered if that's something that you worked on over the years or did your style evolve naturally? Hmm. When people say they recognize my works even without seeing my name, it counts for me as an achievement. So thank you so much for saying that. It is something I did not plan because believe me, until now, I am still honing my own style. So I guess it just progressed over time and I would not be able to make it this far alone. My husband, not because it's our anniversary today, but <laughs> he is my greatest critic. He's always sharing his thoughts about my works, which I love, but sometimes annoys me. <laughs> and that's pretty normal, I guess. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still seek his validation. And for me, that's one of the things that is helping me grow as an artist. Yeah, it sounds like a really good partnership, you know, that you're able to <laughs> share ideas and, and yeah, give, give some feedback about what you think. And, and maybe sometimes you agree and sometimes you don't. And you have to decide how your vision is going to come mm -hmm. together. Right. And sometimes it works best if you put those visions together, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you might just say, oh, thanks for the feedback, but right. I really see it this way and I'm, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the times. That's yeah, what yeah. happens. <laughs> and you said he's an artist as well. Is that how you met? Like through art, uh, through some sort of art circle? No, not really. He was, he was my trainer way back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I just, uh, when we um, had a chance to get to know each other, I learned that he was a theater actor when he was in college. And he, um, his college course was architecture so mm. that that's why he is into arts me as a child I just love art <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah no I definitely can see the creativity on both sides I think architecture is a very creative profession right. yeah yeah mm -hmm. 
So one of the things I find mesmerizing on your Instagram is the series of time-lapse photos that you mm-hmm. share. You just can watch them over and over and <laughs> you usually paint alone. So was making these a way of sharing your process with other people? Mm, yes, definitely. But uh, yeah, I always want to work alone because that's where I can be in my own world Mm-hmm. And that's my way of showing how my world or my mind looks like through miniature painting. But I enjoy painting with other people as well. But I think, yeah, you're right. It's a way of sharing my my world to to other people, get inspired from it. And also, I want the process of learning and sharing. I learn from them and I share it. Yes. And they learn from me, from me and they share what they have learned. So it's a really, really great cycle for me. That's terrific. I, I love when artists, you know, becomes this circle, you know, the artists are often very open to sharing and giving mm-hmm. ideas and, and techniques and, and all of that. So I understand completely, you know, why that would be very, very good for your process. Now, those were the time-lapse ones, but you also share real-time videos so that people can learn from you how you paint different right. things. Like I know mm-hmm. you have a how to paint roses tutorial, for example. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I was curious if you enjoy teaching people how to paint. Yeah, I, I really do. But sometimes I am lost for words because English is not my native language. So I am like trying to find ways on how I can teach people in my own language. So what mm-hmm. I do is sometimes I go on Facebook and go live while I'm painting. But going back to your question, yeah, I really love teaching. And it's just recently that I published real-time videos because a lot of people have been asking for it. So I think I just I have published just one over uh social media but i'm gonna i'm gonna make more because i am also teaching in other online classes or online teaching classes so yeah yeah. oh that's that's wonderful yeah the internet really can bring the whole world right to you (laughs) right i hope that made sense (laughs) yeah absolutely yep So you organize creative challenges for artists on social media as well. I I saw recently you had a challenge where there was a different theme each week. Mm -hmm. So for example, like buildings or lighthouses and Mm -hmm. artists had to create a miniature no more than four by four inches big and then share them on social media using a specific hashtag. Do you find it helpful to connect with other artists online through those challenges? Yes, definitely. The challenge is still on and there's a lot of adorable entries. And yes, um, through this art challenges, I find it very, very helpful to connect with other artists. We are so lucky to have social media and these hashtags that at some point unite, you know, unite and inspire us. Yes. And if there's any artists listening who want to get in on that challenge, the hashtag is, so her initials, N-T-H mini challenge, N-T-H mini challenge. And I will put that in the show notes as well. So if you don't have a pen handy, you can always refer back to it. When you need a little motivation, Nina, are there any creative people that you look up to 
who provide you with any new ideas or uh, approaches to try out? Hmm. What I would normally do is ask for my husband's suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll just give you a picture of how our household is. So it's just the three of us, my, myself, my husband, and my daughter. So right now I can't ask my daughter yet because all she can say is flowers. That's why <laughs> I've been painting flowers because she likes flowers. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah, what I would normally do is ask for my husband's suggestions. We share our ideas and come up with something. I also look up to a lot of local artists as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just going to share with you a very, very quick story. So, uh, my husband, the three of us were strolling at the mall and then we, we found this um, mini exhibit and then we went there. So as soon as I went there, I noticed that it's one of my idols. So I, I, I met the father of miniature painting in the Philippines. So, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me rephrase that. He is the Philippine, uh, the fa- oh my goodness, I'm lost for words, but <laughs> he is the father of miniature painting in the Philippines. So I, I met him. I met him and... Yeah, I think that he's one of the artists I'm looking up to. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed by the question. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to think of sometimes a lot of people might influence you. And there's so many creative and talented people. And sometimes it's locally, people that you know or people in your country, like you say. Right. And then with yeah. the, with online, you end up being exposed to so many more people. So now I understand that right. because, yeah, you probably have a, a whole long list of people. You know, if you're feeling motiv- unmotivated, it's, you can go to a book or, or a, a workshop or maybe go to your Instagram mm-hmm. and look at a few accounts of people who who speak to you, who, whose work right. really makes you feel something. And sometimes that can help spark your own creativity. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so from your perspective, I mean, you're very accomplished and I think you do incredible work and you seem to have a lot of creative energy in your life. And I, <laughs> I was wondering if you have any tips for our listeners about how they can start up or, or keep up the creative energy in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think this is the third time I've been asked that question. And every time it gets harder to answer, I don't know why. <laughs> but it may sound like a cliche, but practice really makes progress. It really mm. does. Believe in yourself. Explore all you want until you find your own style. And I think you may rest a bit, but have to go on so your progress will progress. Yes, I love that. Practice makes progress. Because a lot of times people say uh, practice makes perfect, but that's kind of intimidating. You know, are we ever right. perfect? And right. if you're if you're not perfect, you know, is it is it not still valuable? <laughs> but a lot of times things aren't quite perfect, and they're still perfect in their own way. So I like that right. practice makes progress because it's always talking about getting better and learning new things right. and incorporating mm-hmm. new things into your artwork. Yes, that's, that's excellent. Right. <laughs> I think that's a really good motto to live by. Yes, yes. It, and you will go a long way. So just 
just practice until you make them, Chris. Yep. I like it. <laughs> well, Nina, thank you so much for taking the time to share so many great ideas with me today. If people want to reach out or learn more about your projects, where can they find you? Yeah, thank you so much, Angela, as well, for inviting me on your podcast. You can check out my website. I am in the process of building it. So you might not be able to see a lot as of now, but yeah, I'm going to add more to my website. It's called nthminiatureart.com mm -hmm. or you, you can check my Instagram. Most of my artworks are there. Instagram account. It's at Nina T. Hidalgo. So yeah, that's it. Wonderful. I'll, I'll include both of those in the show notes so people can, can go online and, and see your, your wonderful art. So a big thank you also to our listeners for tuning in today to the Creative Pulse podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform, be sure to subscribe or follow so you won't miss any of the episodes. And if you like the show, feel free to leave a review. And join me in upcoming episodes when I'll talk to more people about their creative passions. Bye for now. <laughs>